You are listening to the Phoebe's podcast and my name is Sylvia Maral. To know more about Phoebe's, visit our web at www.phoebe's.org and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned. And well, time flies when we are having fun. And here we are for the last episode of the year of the CBIS podcast. And I am in the best of the companies with Jan Stange, CBIS Legal Counsel, and Stephanie Verilak-Marzan, CBIS Institutional and Regulatory Affairs Coordinator. So thank you both for joining me once again. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for having us. Again, an intense year, we can say. To start, what would you say have been the major EU regulatory allies for the business information industry, at least in the last months of 2023? Yeah, well, basically, um, Silvia, we had like especially three major files, one on late payment, the ESG, but also the financial data access regulation, the FIDA report, which was actually published uh, yesterday. And uh, of course, like in all three files, um, Phoebus was engaging heavily with the stakeholders. And concerning FIDA, I'm not sure if Stephanie, you had a chance already to read it. Like, what are your first um, impressions of the FIDA of the FIDA draft report that was published by the European Parliament? Yeah. So just to give a little bit of a context for uh, our listeners who may not be like. 100% familiar with FIDA as we are. So FIDA, you know, to give the global picture, this is the financial data access regulation. And uh, it's uh, it's really the part that uh, uh, was done in order to create a framework for controlled and consent-based sharing and access of financial data. And so, uh, as you said, Jan, I mean, the European Parliament literally just published the draft report yesterday. Uh, so it's a bit of, uh, you know, the Christmas gift <laughs> for us at the end of the, at the end of the year. And uh, what we find into the, into the FIDA report is that uh, we can see that some of the considerations that Phoebe's brought uh, have been taken into account. Uh, for example, uh, the uh, the definitions. So the um, fact that you know there needs to be more clearer definitions, not only of data holders and data user, but also of a financial information service provider. This has been put forward in the report, uh, and also uh, there has been some uh, consideration of the so-called permission dashboard. So the idea is that. Uh, the financial data will be accessible based on user consent, as said. And in order to give the consent, then the uh, data holders would need to put in place permission dashboard, right, uh, to enable the access to the data. And one of the big fears that was uh, brought forward was that there would be as many dashboards as there are uh, data holders, meaning that it would be completely, literally impossible to cope with. And uh, what the uh, EP report is doing is uh, considering the possibility of having grouped or, you know, uh, permission dashboards that are not only tied to one data holders, but to several. So that's a very good point. Uh, last but not least, I mean, the coordination with other EU legislation is, uh, is also stressed. And this is probably a recurrent point that we've been uh, we've been uh, stressing all over the years, right? That uh, 
it shouldn't be a silo regulation. So we're hopeful. <laughs> Stephanie, like um, just about concerning your opinion, well, you know, obviously that there's this tight uh, timeline that we have, right? We have the last, the last, last plenary session now in April. Do you share the same opinion that there's a risk maybe that the FIDA is not going to pass before, meaning that they have to reopen the whole process for the new elections or after the elections uh, from 2024 on? Yeah, there's a great likelihood that this is going to happen, as you say, because, I mean, the forecast at the moment is to have it adopted at the last plenary session, so on the 10th of April, if I'm right. And uh, if, uh, but this is in, if, in in the case, you know, everything goes well in the discussion with the shadow reporters and uh, among the different groups. And uh, there's indeed a big chance that, you know, some discussions can be a little bit uh, animated, let's say, and, uh, and that uh, the FIDA doesn't go through as smoothly as planned. So if that happens, then it's going to be pushed back to... Uh, September or October when the new uh, European Parliament will be in place. Yeah, I mean, uh, we see the same, the risk with the ESG uh, and the late payment as well, right? I mean, yeah. the, the, the report on ESG was was now finalized um, and was uh, published. They came to an agreement. Of course, we still have the issue of the differentiation between rating and scoring that's still mixed up. Uh, but on the other side, I mean, on the functional separation, meaning where entities that are part of the same groups would be prohibited now, at least appropriate measures can be installed. And also when it comes to the separation of E, S and G, meaning providing um, one, on, one on E and one on S and one on G. Now suddenly you can provide a single ESG rating that aggregates ESG factors. But I mean, again, you know, like with an all three files, and I guess you agree on this, we have a risk that they are not going to be finalized before the end of the term. I mean, what we can see is that the Commission is pushing quite heavily on all three files. I mean, on late payment, for instance, we see there's a lot of opposition on the 30 days, meaning if you, on the third, after the 30 days, automatic interests are triggered. And uh, from other associations and other stakeholders, we see there's a lot of opposition, meaning there, especially on this file, there's a high risk that this is not going to pass for the next elections. Um, on another topic, where, uh, Stephanie, do you already see kind of issues in the future? Meaning, of course, we need to follow up these three, the ESG late payment and uh, the FIDA, but especially for next year, um, I heard already some rumors regarding uh, GDPR, for instance, that they're going to be the Commission is going to um, to evaluate a first draft. Where do you see like possible topics for the future? Yeah, I mean, as you stress, so first of all, uh, probably those three important files for uh, the business information sector are going to continue, like uh, so the FIDA, uh, the ESG ratings and the late payment. This is probably going to be, you know, still high on the agenda. Uh, but as you say, uh, GDPR or the reopening, not the reopening, but let's say the review of the GDPR uh, is something that uh, well should take place uh, before the 25th of May and uh, so the European Commission has already started the uh, drafting questionnaires and uh, probably is going to put forward a public consultation at the very beginning of January I guess uh, so this is a, this is a moment where we could you know stress 
what's working with the GDPR, but also what's not. And especially the clashes between GDPR and other pieces of legislation, uh, as we have already said, like on transparency, on public sector information, uh, on the, the coordination with the Data Act, or even more importantly, uh, the coordination between GDPR and the brand brand newly adopted yeah. sorry, AI Act. Yeah, so. indeed. Well, that is a good summary of uh, 2023 uh, latest uh, topics and uh, definitely already a sneak peek into 2024. And now I have a very special question for both of you. Imagine that Father Christmas is an omnipresent regulator. What would you um, say to him or what would be your wish list? Well, I would say if I may start, maybe less regulation, but I think this is going to be a wish then forever. So <laughs> I hope that um, obviously the new elections next year, well, the, the MEPs that are going to be elected are more market friendly, so to say, that we will have a change um, in the perspective, also when it comes to the industry, for business information to showcase also how important business industry, the business information sector is also for the broader value chain. So this would be my wish for the future. I mean, we can see that Phoebus is becoming like, um, we can see it on the European scene at least when we talk to, to policymakers, that Phoebus is becoming a valuable partner when it comes to decision making and also working together, collaborating together. And I, my wish is to have this even more in the future, meaning that the parliament, but also the, the commission is going to listen more to us as they are already doing now, but to be like more open for new suggestions and new ideas and then steer together uh, straight to the future. Yeah, if I may, you know, compliment what you, what you said, uh, Jan, I think. Uh, yeah, the wish for less regulation, we know it's a pure wish, right? Because uh, they're not going to do that. So I would call for more practical regulation and a more suitable uh, regulation that takes into account the bigger picture and not only the silo uh, in which uh, sometimes the regulator find themselves. So uh, being more agile, being more practical, listening more to the stakeholders who are not there only to complain, but also to explain, right, and to brief uh, the regulators about uh, about the expectations uh, and the the uh, desideratas, let's say, of the uh, of the business industry. So that's uh, that's a very important point. And uh, I think also uh, making a wish list that you know uh, the possibility sometimes to come back on things that uh, obviously are, are not working well, uh, to have a review close possible and to adapt some of the regulations sometimes to uh, ever changing sorry uh, economic considerations because we see that you know the the world is absolutely not set in stone and especially in the tech environment or in the data environment that we constantly work with on a daily basis uh, we see the time span is going very fast and the regulatory time span is going very sometimes very slow uh, so we need to find a way to uh, to align those two streams so more practical regulation and taking more into account the uh, the uh, economic outlook, let's say. That is, I think, a very good wish list, but I'm afraid it's also a bit ambitious, <laughs> so if I may say. <laughs> but in any case, 
well, we, we are not far from reaching step-by-step step, uh, these little wishes. So let's continue working into 2024 and let's uh, hope for the best going ahead. From my part, just thank you uh, again for joining me in this episode and wishing you a lovely holiday season. We would love to hear your feedback and thoughts for future episodes. You have been listening to the Phoebe's podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe. Thank you for listening.